Welcome to Tony's Take Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 119. I'm Sean. Joined with me, we have Tony Katz. Yes. Off-road, Andy. Yes, I'm also here. And back in action. (sighs) Guys, prepare your ears. It's Wrecking Ball. There you have it. So uh, thank you guys for tuning back in. Hit that subscribe button if you're new. Welcome back, obviously. Make sure you hit our uh, or check out our entertainment pod. And uh, here we are in our studio. Almost completely done. But we're working out some kinks. We're still working on getting a video and all of that stuff. Uh, stay tuned on that. But uh, what do you guys say we jump right into some sports? Because we got some good stuff to talk about. Should we start it off with some Raptors? Congratulations or Drake. Yeah. I don't know who's, who who gets more praise here. Started from the bottom, now they're there. I would say, uh, honestly, probably about the same amount of praise. Yeah, I think it's like a... <laughs> there was a lot of memes of Drake, and honestly, when you're watching like a lot of like the parade stuff that happened today, all you really see is Drake, it seems like. It felt like it was his title. Yeah, it's kind of bizarre. Was he on the bus? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, oh, he was. I'm cur- a lot of uh, Norman Powell on the bus. I'm curious it's if he's going to get a ring. Yeah, I'm sure he'll buy like his own or He's something. He's part of the organization, technically. He's an ambassador. That's what they call him. So, yeah, I'll get a ring. And he's an ambassador for the Clippers. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I mean, I was. Not anymore. Oh. They have uh, a lot of money now, so. Oh. Too much to pay you? No, just uh, not like a, they have a lot of options. <laughs> they don't wow. even go to me to be an ambassador. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, I even saw Drake driving around or getting driven around in a goddamn convertible Maybach the night they won and just like giving people high fives on the streets. Like, God damn it. <laughs> convertible Maybach. What is that? A million dollars. Pretty badass. Uh, but yeah, I mean, how deep do we want to go into it or does it end with that? We always go for deep. the Raptor part. Well, we'll talk about what happened in the game and that, you know, Last, last time we left you... I guess, yeah, well, the game was Thursday. Yeah, we left so, on... Okay. We, we did it on Tuesday last week. The game was Thursday, right? Yeah, yeah. that sounds yeah, right. Thursday. I, I forgot we hadn't talked about the game. And, uh, I mean, it was a good back-and-forth battle. It seemed like it was... You know, the Raptors were kind of controlling, I felt like, most of the game, and then the Warriors took the lead or whatnot, and then the Warriors... Clay Thompson was getting hot, and the Warriors looked like... They had a great chance to at least take this to seven, and then yeah. uh, with how freakish things can happen, Clay Thompson went for a dunk, and tripped died. up, and ended up tearing his ACL on his way down. And uh, Clay Thompson is now out for a long, long time. He goes down hard, and uh, he gets up. At, or do they carry him a little bit even? And he gets up and he walks in the locker room, and then he runs out, and you're like, oh. Oh, he's fine. Like I think someone even said, like, oh, is he pulling a Paul Pierce what? where they put him in the wheelchair and he just had to go take a shit? But uh, he comes out, shoots two free throws, and then walks back off. And then I think an update later, like during the game, said he was leaving on crutches. Yeah, so if you watch the replay, you could tell. He at least... Oh, it does not look good. Tore an MCL or something. And I was like, but you can, with adrenaline, you can still walk around. Mm -hmm. But you do not want to play on it. So uh, if you remember, he made those two free throws and ran back on defense. And they were going to run, like, a zone with him in the middle or something. Yeah. And Steve Kerr's like, no, we're not doing yeah, that. Yeah, they had uh, Cousins, I think, foul on purpose. Yeah. 
which kind of sucked also because that gave Toronto two free throws. Yeah. So it was just the whole situation just kind of shitty. And also the crazy thing, if you really look back at it, I mean, who knows what would have happened, but Warriors ended up only losing that game by, what was it, one point? Well, were, I would call it one, and yeah. then, yeah, it was oh, that's four, right. but, yeah, it was one point. Crazy, crazy ending. Well, just all I'm getting at is maybe if they didn't do that foul. I don't yeah, remember. No, I was thinking the, about that. I don't remember if the guy hit if two they, free throws or whatnot. But also, when we were watching in that game, Draymond Green, Iguodala, and Cousins just did not come through at the free throw line. Those guys were no. both just pitiful at the free throw line. And Well, you can go above and beyond. Green was just counterproductive for his team. He was throwing the ball out of bounds. He was just – he fucked up a lot towards well, the end like of that game. He had like 19 rebounds, 12 assists or something crazy too. Well, good for him on yeah. that front. But yeah, he, he did actually get a triple-double. But He's a he meathead, did. and that's a double-edged sword. Yeah, really sloppy. But I mean, I think all these guys are just out of gas. Yeah. Oh, they were beat to hell. I think they were honestly happy that it didn't go to seven, so they can go recover. Hmm. I mean, I, you have Looney, who's just he's missing ribs. Clay may never walk again. Durant is in a hospital bed. They'll all be fine. Clay, Clay will be fine. Oh, I don't doubt it. I mean, ACLs don't mean anything anymore. No. It used to be a big deal. People didn't have them 20 he's years ago. He's young, too. I feel like he's going to be super determined. And this was in his contract, opening contract. But that'll tear his ACL? <laughs> he needs to come back Oh, stronger than ever. Yeah, put a robot knee in there? Yeah. Possibly. Does that is that how it works? I know when a bone breaks, yeah. it comes back stronger. But I don't think anything like tendon-wise or any of that comes back any stronger. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but the good thing for Clay Thompson, like we were also talking about, is he's not really the type of person that drives in too much or like does his like he's more of a catch and shoot type guy. Like so, I mean, I don't think it'll. Imagine if he had posted or not, uh, he'd just gone to the three point line, got that ball instead of going for the dunk. He would continue to play most likely. Well, I like to think that the injury occurred because he was so like he wanted to see it go in that he was looking back and that's what kind of altered his body weight. And that's why he landed so awkwardly. He was like trying to like look up back at the rim and it's like, got his like body like shaking. I don't know, dude. It was just tough, but he's a young player. So we, you know, give him a speedy recovery. At least I do. And we all do. All right. Well, speedy recovery is still probably not enough to come back next year. Yeah. He's, he's back. Season. What? Yeah. 2021. I mean, using these big numbers, I don't know. But it's crazy to think that in this the series, following that, season, is that already? What? Next year's 2020 season. He'll be back next okay. season. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a like 2021. <laughs> I know. 2019 still off. doesn't sound right. It's like, what is oh, that, that eight right years? Me, it doesn't. 21 sounds way out there. But... That's the legal drinking age. The year can Thank drink. You. Yeah, 2021. Wow. That also that? depends where you're at, That's true. where you're listening from. Yeah. Yeah, what if they're listening in Brazil? Possibly. It's probably 2011. Hola. Yeah, we do have our bilingual guy over here. <laughs> he was called Dominican earlier today. Yeah, oh, yeah. was he? Tommy. Um, yeah, I don't see Dominican. Sorry. Me neither. So, I mean, I don't know how much further we want to go into that game. Uh, I do want to talk about the uh, – and I, I'm going to need assistance on how you pronounce his name, but he, was he the president of the organization? Usai Ujiri. Ujiri. Yeah. So you saw him you know, in his suit, and he looked a little sweaty. And uh, he's talking on the podium and this and that. And also what was funny is uh, I think a ESPN notice came through literally as he was speaking or right after he was speaking saying uh, the Wizards are offering him $10 million to take over their organization, which I thought was interesting. But uh, I guess uh, it, I read it the next day. He was trying to get on the floor. He didn't have any credentials 
uh, on him. And uh, the story on the street is that he pushed and punched a floor, a police uh, officer on the floor to get past him. And then you see, like, there's a video, but it's after the fact. So it's like, well, how much do I believe? Uh, and then you see uh, Lowry come and, like, grab him and pull him on the court. And obviously it's over after that. But um, you think a scuffle happened, Andy? Tony? Joe? So what happened, you can see he's holding his, his badge. Before they, the game was over, he was in the tunnel, like watching on a monitor, ready to run out there. And in that shot, you can see him holding his badge in his hand. It's not like on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also in that video, you can see he's still holding it in his hand. Oh, yeah, is yeah, he? He didn't have anything. Isn't true. Whether he didn't try to like make clear to flash it to the guy. I mean, he's running out there in excitement and, you know, doesn't think he's going to get like stopped. Yeah. So, um, one of the one of the guys there was so like a rich Bay Area guy tweeted out and said like don't believe the cops that you know Ujiri did not punch this guy or push this guy it was just kind of he tried to get by him and he and the cop pushed him back and then hmm. he tried to get by him again and then that's when the cop kind of freaked out and and so a couple of people had to hold the cop back some people had to yeah hold I saw that part Ujiri back and then yeah Kyler Allen came and saved the day. Otherwise, you don't know what happened. But been in the drunk tank. Yeah, it's crazy that I don't think I don't think they should allow uh, cops to be the security guards for this because they're just so easily like offended by everything. They're like, how dare this guy not like be f- afraid? Why would he? Yeah. Uh, you know, he's not respecting his authority. And I'll tell you what, if I'm assuming he got a ten million dollar offer, I'm assuming this guy's worth quite a few uh, rubles at the very most. Uh, you're worth that kind of money. You're not putting on a goddamn, uh, you know, badge around your neck. You'll put it in your pocket, or you tell your assistant here you're holding this. Yeah, Especially, but regardless, it's for security purposes. It goes a little far, though. Well, how far is it going? Because obviously everybody in the building should know who he Everyone is. Everyone was yelling at the cop. No, that's like the GM. Let him go. Why? Yeah. Would know, they have done that to any like Nick Nurse? Would they have been like, no, I don't know. You're not. You're not wearing. Well, Nick Nurse is on TV every single night that they play. Yeah. I get that on. part. The, I've never seen that guy but before. But I. Whoa! Pardon that little uh, glitch. We actually had a uh, little crash on the program, but we're back and we we're talking about Nick Nurse being a recognizable figure, whereas Urias or whatever his name is, Messiah Jury, <laughs> Messiah. I have never seen him anywhere because I've never been to a Toronto game. Um, but yeah, I, I think you should all like when you go see the Rolling Stones. They probably show you know the couple of people that have access to potentially Mick Jagger, like, hey, this is the guy. Let him through if he comes through. Now, obviously, there's a lot of people in the basketball organization between the two teams that you need to know, but maybe you show them a few handful of people that you don't already know because you should know every player on the team. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. Just well, to try and ease it through. I just don't think uh, police officers have the right temperament for this kind of job. Whereas, like, at the Rolling Stones, it's not a police officer. It's a security guy who... Mm-hmm. That guy's gonna get fired, but police officers, you get like a raise and like vacation. Yeah. Whenever you have an incident, so. <laughs> yeah, you get a paid vacation. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was kind of bizarre. Like, literally moments before everyone was watching him say like, you know, thank you and this and that. It's like he was accused of assaulting a police officer. Yeah, I mean, it could have gone much different. He could have been in cuffs like at that moment. Yeah. If no one stopped that cop from doing that. So I would say thank you to Lowry if I was him. Uh, I think his position is safe 
yeah next Kyle year Lowry. But, but the crazy the craziest part of it is that i think it's the alameda county sheriff's department i think it's who he was the sheriff um rather than just trying to like be like hey we're sorry this happened you know it was crazy um we support our officer or whatever for he acted right but we're just gonna let this go they're trying to um press charges against the gm of an organization for trying to push through into the celebration and it's like come on guys like well, all that is they're trying to say, like, you know what? We're over this. We're no longer mad. When they're not the ones that should be mad in the first place, I get that argument. Yeah. They're like, we're, look, we're going to be the bigger person. No, they didn't do that. You just said that they're, they're going to let it be. No, they, they're they trying to get him, like, out of Canada and press charges against him Oh. for assaulting a police officer. I completely misunderstood what you said. I think they should take this to the Supreme Court. <laughs> oh. Well, he's in Canada him. now. You can't get him. He got on the flight, uh, the plane. Yeah, Did he take a white Ford Bronco like OJ, out, 25th anniversary today? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I did not know that part. Wow. That's uh, they should counter Sue. I mean, there might be something like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, let's push on forward. Um, Anthony Davis drafts Lakers favorites. Win the thing. Let's talk about the draft before anything because it's it's so soon. Thursday already. Yeah, it seems like it usually was like maybe two weeks after the season ends when they would do the draft, but this year it's it's here already. So is it earlier this year than normal? Yeah, I think it so. seems earlier. I don't pay attention to it that. Yeah, closely, I saw it today. But... I was watching ESPN and I did see that also. How it said the draft was Thursday. And I was kind of like, oh shit, already. Okay, that's exciting. Uh, I mean, you can obviously expect Zion is Pelican Barrett. A Nick. John Morant is going to be number two to the Grizzlies. And then that's where it kind of gets interesting. Darius Garland is the number four prospect. Well, what's going to be interesting, too, is is New Orleans going to keep that fourth pick? They've already got teams. Yeah, so that's the thing. New Orleans now owns number one and number four because of the Davis trade we will get into. But yeah, that's going to be the big middle of this, this stay show. Stay tuned. So. I think the power move would be to get future draft picks or trade next year's first rounder and then pick – you know, maybe they don't go Zion. What with the acquisition Whoa. of what? I don't the other pieces. What other pieces? Joe was thinking way outside the box. Alonzo Ball. They are they are definitely getting Zion. <laughs> like you know what? We're getting Ingram. We don't need we don't need Zion anymore. Yeah, we can't have more than one Duke guy on the same team. Yeah, exactly. So their starting lamp's gonna have two UCLA, two Dukes. That's pretty good. It's a rivalry right there. Yeah. Not really, but. But yeah, so. Darius Garland is the uh, guy who's kind of slotted in there at number four. But is that the, really the guy they want to pick with Lonzo and Drew Holiday already? Tell us a little bit about this Darius Garland guy. He uh, didn't play very much at all this season. He's the son of Judy. Um, no, that would make him pretty old. You never know. You never know. We haven't seen much of him, but there was like a lot of potential. A lot of people think if we did see him, everyone would understand why he's the number four. I don't know, man. I think uh, I think my boy down in USC, uh, Porter Jr., has made a name for himself. I don't think he's going to get drafted in the top 10. You don't say that. Like, probably not the top 20 even. Okay, let's not. No, gonna he's going to definitely go top 20. He's going to go in that, like, probably 18 to 26 range. He's got some step in his game. But, yeah, it's – the draft's kind of – I think it's a week. A lot of people don't think outside of the top guys, there's really a lot there. There's guys like Cam Reddish who uh, was part of, like, the Duke Big Three coming in this year, and he's clearly been, he, like, the worst of that. Um, 
So someone's going to still draft him in the top 10. Um, the Japanese guy from Gonzaga, he uh, started the season up pretty high. That's a Rui Hachimura, that's his name. Um, mm. He's kind of dropped. He might be a late lottery pick. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know who's – there's a lot of impact players. There was also – I know that they talked about that one guy on Virginia. Yeah, uh, there's DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, DeAndre Hunter and then uh, Jarrett Culver, I think. Yeah. And Kobe White is a guy I like. He's from yeah. North Carolina, freshman. Um, not huge numbers, but he's just, like, blazing fast, and I think there's a place for that. So yeah, we like a De'Aaron Fox who also went to North Carolina. Well, that would be best-case scenario, I think, would be – you know, an actual like starter like that, but I think he's a guy who could you know give you minutes for a championship level team if he's not a starter. So, and you, you need guys like that. And uh, there's a certain team in LA that needs guys like that if they actually want to compete. So, but too bad they don't have one of these picks anymore. So here in Southern California, zero first round picks in this draft. So I'm still gonna watch, but it's not as exciting anymore. Yeah. The Clippers lost their pick to the Celtics for. Some trade years ago, um, and the Lakers just uh, traded theirs away. But I think they're they're fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. There's uh, a lot of rumors circulating. Um, seems like Anthony Davis is coming aboard, and uh, Kawhi Leonard's uh, up there being talked about. Jimmy Butler. Um, who's the other guy from Charlotte? Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker. Yeah, it's a, it's a big frequency period, and, what it, and it's kind of been like – it's not been ruined, but everything's up in the air now with Durant being hurt mm-hmm. and Clay being hurt. So we assume Clay was going to re-sign with the Warriors anyways. It's probably just going to happen anyways. He'll just miss the year. His dad said he's, he's not going anywhere. Yeah, and then Durant, everyone thought he's going to the Knicks, and that's still probably what's going to happen. But, again, he's going to be out for the year. So is someone going to want to join with him when they know he's not going to be there? And yeah. And then, yeah, of course, the Raptors winning, does that mean Kawhi is going to stay put? We could see a scenario where, like, all these guys, you know, just kind of stay where they are. Kemba Walker made a statement that he uh, would be willing to take less money to stay in Charlotte. He doesn't want to kind of kill the team's cap room and all that stuff. Hmm. Um, and he likes it there. So I don't know if he's willing to move. But this, this free agency period was billed to be this huge deal, and it might be kind of a nothing happening. I think the AD move was really big. It set like the movement and the foundation for the Lakers, and now we're going to see what happens. And they got rid of a, a lot of good assets, I thought, you know. And now the Lakers are kind of like in that mindset. We're like, now we're moving, we're making directions. Boom, we just landed AD. Who wants to play with the big dogs in Hollywood? The big dogs? There's no. I don't think there's very many dogs left. The big on dogs. That team, so. Well, no, well. I think I think the Lakers had to make this move because of this kind of agency period where it doesn't seem like anything's happening. It kind of leaves it wide open, so there's more of an incentive to grab Davis. Whereas if the Warriors were going to run it back, if you thought Clay's going to be back, Kevin Durant was coming back, you'd be like, why, why even bother, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, I still think they they wouldn't have lost had those injuries not happened. They still would have beat the Raptors. And now the West seems just totally wide open. You don't know Houston's in. Well, Houston, yeah, Houston's got some problems of their own going on Clippers right now. might not land Kawhi, and if that's the case, then they're going to be, again, like an eight-seed type team. Um, Utah, I, they're getting rid of Rubio. I like so Utah. Yeah, King. all these teams, you know, still, it's, still. it's wide open for the Lakers to actually do something, but the offseason hasn't shaken out yet, so we don't know. Like, Utah could make a big move. 
Rubio probably is on his way out. But they want to move favors but, too. But I've yeah, I've well he they can just uh not just let him go. I think he's a nine guaranteed year or something. Um, but they're in on uh, D'Angelo Russell. If they pair him with Donovan Mitchell, it's a lot of quickness on the perimeter there. And, you know, they could be Western Conference champions with that kind of team. Mm-hmm. So I think that's I think it gave more of an incentive for the Lakers to make this move because they end up giving up a whole lot, a lot of their future. So. Davis is young. Yeah, it's just more that, like, they're – you limit the ways you can get better. That you see, like a team like the Warriors were able to get like Kevon Looney with a late first rounder, and it helps supplement the team. Get those kind of players. The Lakers traded away two future firsts. I think it's twenty one and and then either twenty four or twenty five, and then two pick swaps. So if they if their pick is actually like a higher pick than New Orleans in the future, New Orleans can take their pick. Hmm. Which is what happened with the Nets. That's how the Nets got Jason. Or not the, the Celtics got Jason Tatum, because the Nets had um, a high pick, and Boston was able to swap because of a Kevin Garnett trade like six years earlier. This whole, so. the, all these, I don't know. This stuff is so hard for me to follow. It's like a rich divorce or something like it. Well, there's yeah, there's a lot of how many things you know put in. attorneys come into these things, and it's all over my head half the time. Well, they said New Orleans was was standing firm, and they demanded that extra pick, and that's what was holding it up, and they got they got it eventually. The Lakers just said we have to do it. Yeah, or they want the they want the soup. Yeah. So yeah, aside from all those picks, which including this year's first round pick number four, um, Josh Hart's on his way out. Lonzo Ball's on his way out, and Brandon Ingram is on his way out. To which, uh, and I believe uh, that other guy too was Bonga or something. Bonga, <laughs> some really deep bench. Bonga, uh, Lavar said that they will never win a, a title again. I hope so. Because his son left. So there was a little video that surfaced today. I guess Lavar was on one of those shows, whether it was First Take or yeah, it was Stephen A. Yeah, and. Uh, there's a he's talking about it and they show a high uh, uh, not uh, not a highlight they show a clip of Lonzo Ball shooting a three, and when the ball's in the air, Lavar's like, "See what I'm talking about? Bang!" And it was actually a shot that Lonzo missed. <laughs> so they were showing like highlights of Lonzo <laughs> missing, which was kind of funny, but it was it was a pretty good moment. He also might have sexually harassed the host. I know that was a thing. Today? Yeah. He what? said something like, "You can do this all day to me" or some, something. Some sort of like joke. It's like, wait, what was he getting at? It's like, is he going to be invited back? He's going to have to move. So also. Step in your ground, sir. Please know your limits. He's a uh, he's great ratings for them, so they're gonna no keep... touching. He's going to have to find a Chino Hills of New well, Orleans. And you did see the, the biggest news in basketball is Lamelo Ball did sign with. Uh, yes, Australian he did. Team, so. He's going down under, right? Yeah. He's going to play with gonna the be, Kiwis. It's going to be fun. He'll play against like Andrew Bogut or something. Yeah, yeah. but I mean that guard, brother. like that kid, just does have no size on him, man. He's like super skinny. And When's the shit. last time you saw him? When he was fifteen? No size. I don't know. I haven't seen him. Exactly. I guess, since he stopped, when he well, he's went back to high school. I can't keep track with him. He went to like Cleveland to play and some then, fake high school. And then yeah. he kind of just went a professional now. But didn't he? Didn't they do both that? go to Lithuania or wherever? Yeah. This was after Lithuania. He went to some place in Ohio. Oh really? Yeah. This is where LeBron went. You're going to learn from it. Well, I refuse to keep talking about the balls. So let's go back to the finishing pieces that the Lakers need to be successful or at least compete in the Western Conference. The second option max player that the Lakers could get could be. Could be no one because they will not have a max slot. 
that's been uh, kind of misreported. Um, they're probably going to have around $23 million in cap space. Yeah, that actually showed a thing of who's going to be the like point guard or something for the Lakers next year. And a few days ago, it started off as like Kemba Walker being like a pretty decent favorite. And then now it's slowly gone up a little bit in the field, which so is yeah. basically like someone random has actually become the more of the favorite. But then like the second favorite or third favorite technically was Kyrie Irving. But I don't, I don't know. I don't. They're gonna think have so. to convince someone to take a lot less money. And like for, from my perspective, like what is the difference between twenty three and twenty seven million? It's like I'd love to have either. Mm-hmm. Um, but this matters to them, to a lot of NBA guys. Yeah. So I think it's it's unlikely they're going to convince Kemba Walker to come here for that, or Kyrie, or D'Angelo Russell, which is still an option. So they're looking at kind of the second tier, maybe a Ricky Rubio. But they might be better off getting a Ricky Rubio and something else. Yeah, something cheaper for Rather like than just depth. one guy. Yeah. yeah. Get a little more Cause, depth. Because we were even talking about how many people are even on this active roster right now. Like six? <laughs> yeah, they only got like, you know, Caruso, who they have to bring, they have to give a qualifying offer to. Um, and then, yeah, Mo Wagner and I don't even know, just other yeah, Kuzma. sort of corpses that they'll have to get. And that's the issue is that you saw what they did last year trying to fill out the roster, getting that, like, collection of clowns with your Beasley and Lance Stevenson. <laughs> collection of clowns. And McGee worked out, and they should probably, if, like, he's willing to accept the minimum deal, then bring him back on board. Yeah. Um, but that's what they're looking at. And do you trust Polinka and LeBron, who LeBron's kind of going to be, like, Little GM again. He's just gonna bring back his old guys. He's gonna be like Jr. Come, <laughs> you can come with me. Uh, convince Richard Jefferson to come out of retirement. James Jones, maybe Shane Battier will come back. Okay. Haslam. Now you're talking. Ogalskis. Bosch. <laughs> just. I don't know. And then Carvello will round it out. So. <laughs> that, honestly, that's actually what I said. Is I would not be surprised if somehow Carmelo ends up on that team this year. Yeah, I mean, he's been training and shit. I haven't seen him do anything productive other than, like, shoot threes in a hoodie. But yeah, he's not going to be able to ball with all these young bucks now, man. This guy's, like, out of shape. And just, his style of game just isn't it isn't the NBA now. He's not hanging. Yeah, I don't know if it ever really was. I think he was always uh, had some flaws as a player. But um, Yeah, either way, whatever way the Lakers decide to go, they're going to be stuck filling out, like, the 7 through 15 spot with minimum guys. And how many guys, like – decent players will be able to convince to take that so you saw what the Warriors were this year like at the end there like Jarebko I think even was getting like four million or something <laughs> so that's the kind of player you're you're looking at like best case scenario is Jarebko with minimum stuff so that's Alfonso McKinney you're gonna have to really search for some guys I don't know. it's Ooh. gonna be a task they we'll can see do if it. Palenka's up to it it's LA and it's LeBron doesn't mean as much as you think it might. All these guys already live here. Yeah, exactly. They already so live here. They don't need to be here for the basketball season. I guess. We'll see. It'll be exciting to see how it does unfold. Um, but let's keep this train moving. And should we move on up to Pebble Beach and uh, just give a little uh, congratulations out to our uh, boy, Gary Woodland. Did you guys mm-hmm. watch the uh, U.S. Open? Yeah, watch bits of it. I did, bits yeah. Bits of it. It's pretty impressive. He was an 80-1 to 1 underdog, and uh, he got the lead, I want to say, by like – did he have the lead Friday? That sounds right. I think he's yeah, I want to say he had the lead going yeah. into Saturday and just kept it all weekend, which is impressive. He was 
you know, they didn't even have it. He came into Sunday with a one-stroke lead over Rose and like a three- or four-stroke lead over Kepka, I think three. And he uh, was not even the favorite still. They had like Rose as the slight favorite and then I think Woodland and Kepka or whatnot. But he never gave the lead away on Sunday, just kept uh, playing good golf, never really made any real mistakes. I think he might have bogeyed once or twice, but – Played good golf and took chances, too. There was one hole where he hit his three-wood or something, and they were saying how it was risky for him to do what he was doing because he was trying to go in over, like, sand or something, and he nailed it, and they said it was probably one of his best shots of his career. So it was uh, he was in the zone. There was one point I thought he was going to lose, I think, around the 15th hole. I think he bogeyed right after Kepka birdied, and he went down to 11, yeah, was and Kepka was at 10. And I was like, the way Kepka's been playing and just focusing yeah. on these majors, it's like, oh, this is this is it. Like he's, I'm sure he'll still enjoy second, but this is it for him. And then I missed like you know 30 minutes, and I came back and like, oh, he's back up to a three shot lead. And at that point, it was okay, it's over with just a couple holes left. So I think Kepka really needed a birdie like the last couple to have a chance because he was he was finishing ahead. Mm-hmm. So. He played great. He had an amazing that chip. I don't remember the hole it was. It was to second to last or third. Yeah, they last. chipped on the green or whatever. Yeah, that, yeah, was, that was unbelievable. Incredible. Yeah, I think it was crazy. I said it was like not too many guys win their first major after the age of thirty-five. So. Oh really? Hmm. Yeah, he was like one of five guys, I think, or something to do that. But yeah. Pretty Congrats, crazy yeah. too. This is yeah. competitive. You know, they were all in the running. I think Tony's guy didn't even make the cut, but. Yeah, I, uh, that's golf for you. Well, remember, I thought uh, <laughs> it was in yeah. San Diego. But yeah, playing Tory Yeah, I was gonna say I don't even think I think we mentioned Spieth. I don't think Spieth made the cut either. I didn't see him up there. Yeah, yeah same with like Rory had a good couple rounds coming right. in hot, just and then did just did what did. he does, which yeah. is choke on Sunday. It's I don't know what's with that guy, but there's still one more, and that's his uh his home, um, the British Open. I believe a couple weeks out. Um, it's late July, I think. Yeah. I but guess a few weeks out, I guess. Yeah. I forgot. I, I thought it was in Ireland this year or something, but that, does, that doesn't make sense. That's not the British Open. It's all Maybe the same. It's, yeah. Well, Either way, it's more home for Rory than yeah, Pebble Beach is. Exactly. And uh, we'll keep you updated on that, as always. Um, another sport did conclude with a uh, big old trophy. I'm talking, of course, about the Stanley Cup. I hear they're still partying. I, I heard they haven't slept more than like a handful of hours. Those crazy people. Yeah, they really do it right there with the uh, no, hockey right. players because they. I mean, you think like the NBA guys, you know, they might like go to the club and what they uh, put on the the fancy champagne ski goggles and throw some champagne in the air. But like hockey guys, they're gonna, you know, drink. 14 Budweisers just in the ne- next hour after the win. Yeah, a couple of bottles kind of, of Stoli. Yeah. <laughs> do they drink like a lot of liquid out of the cup, or is that like they don't do that? Because it looks like they like play with that thing all over the place. Yeah, they do. They do whatever they want. Drink stuff. I know you'd make a big pot of mac and cheese and pour it in I there. I would yeah. definitely do. Joe go berserk. We had mac and cheese and then last ice night. cream. We can't get the cheese out of here. <laughs> the cheese stays. You can't put that in the in the dishwasher. <laughs> I, I feel like if I had like the chance to like play around with that and do all that fun stuff, I'd still be like with that polishing cloth, just like wiping it to make sure it was like super clean and stuff like that. Pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. 
Yeah, but uh, that game, we didn't talk about it then on the pod last week, did we? wasn't over. Yeah, I didn't think so. That's, that that I'm, concluded I'm, Wednesday night. Yeah, it was the next right. day. Okay. But yeah, St. Louis, and I remember I had said that they did not play very good that Sunday game, and I was impressed. They, I knew it was going to be one or the other. It was either going to be they were going to just get annihilated or they were going to have to come out embarrassed with how they played, and thankfully they did, and they ended up uh, getting a two-goal lead at the end of the first and then no goals in the second, and they scored in the third and ended up winning, got up 3-0 and ended up winning 4-1, but it was a good game. Yeah, no, this transition with all the ending of the sports has got me watching nothing now other than baseball. Yeah, that's all that's left. Uh, there is some Ducks news. Uh, his name is Eakin? Eakin? Aiken? Yeah, they did finally the hire a head new coach. head coach. Yeah, their AHL affiliate or something like that. So we'll see. I mean, I don't really pay too much attention to, like – What kind of schemes does he run? Yeah. Is he, like, a 3-4 defense kind of guy or – I have no idea. Yeah, it's hard to really know anything like yeah. that. In Stay hockey. tuned. <laughs> That's all we can say. Um, but, yeah, congrats to them on winning. Pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I have no love for the city of St. Louis. Neither do I. But uh, I've never I mean, been. The Blues have been like a long-time team and haven't won, so I always like that. Mm-hmm. Man, you don't like Boston. No. No one wants to see them win another title. Yeah. Just kind of let's end them. Whoa. <laughs> I think Jeez. the Red Sox ended themselves, so that's nice. Okay. They won't be, uh, they won't be uh, contending this year. Definitely. Sitting it out. Yeah. Spoiler. Gold Tigers, is this their year? I don't even know if I want to say anything about it. He's refusing to comment. It should be. It should be. They're the best team. They're the best team. They really are. They have but, the best Asian pitcher. But a, uh, a team that could be meeting them in the World Series if the Dodgers get there again, New York Yankees. I uh, just added another power bat. Yeah, they added uh, Edwin Encarnacion, who I believe Oop. has the most home runs of the last decade. And he's got the most home runs this year in the American League, I think, at least going into today. I yeah. think he had like 21 or 22. Over 400 in his career, kind of like an under. And people don't really know him all that much. Played a lot of years in Cincinnati and in Toronto. Not a lot of playoff games, I imagine. But uh, just a guy who just hits, hits homers. And uh, the Yankees team is built for that. And they even they had to send Clint Frazier down, who's you know a good prospect for them. So um, I don't know. They want to set the record for most home runs. It's gonna it's gonna be a scary lineup if everyone is all back. Uh, I think Didi Gregorius just came back. Didi. Uh, they really they're waiting on Giancarlo, and they want Judge healthy and all that stuff. And yeah, that's adding another guy who hits a home run every time at bats. That's yeah, their lineup today had Encarnacion batting fifth, and that's not even with uh, Judge and uh, um, Stan. So once those guys come back, it's going to get even scarier. That lineup's going to be really horrifying. Yeah, Luke Voigt <laughs> leading off. Watch like a single game of like the full Yankees roster versus the home run derby. <laughs> it's like yeah, no, honestly, <laughs> they should do that. That's a good idea this year. What is usually four versus. Four and four, so four Yankees. Well, also this year at the Home and Derby, they said that uh, the winner, I guess, gets a million dollars. Is that true? A million? I don't know if it has to go to a charity or something or if it goes to them, but I have heard that. Because, like, a lot of baseball players don't make any money. Like, Cody Bellinger probably makes, like, 600000 So, just you don't make a lot of money to start, and then you get your 
Mike Trout, 14 well, years. I think Cody Bellinger is uh, going to be getting paid pretty well whenever his time comes. Yeah, if he can I'm stay healthy, boring. man, that's yeah. the only p- bad part about that, it. That's what is scary if you say that he has a bad injury. Yeah, that's And he true. only gets paid those, you know, the minimum salary for his first five years. Yeah. So that might that's might be something that changes in baseball. Teams are kind of abusing that system, kind of just tossing old guys away and then just using the young players because they make no money. What do we think about the Brewers, though? I feel like that team has a lot of firepower as well. Yeah, they'll be there. I mean, Yelich seems the to be bit, getting better. It's the biggest insane. thing, though, is going to be the trade deadline. Trade deadline in baseball is always when teams go out and get the pieces they need, whether it be a hitter, a bullpen player, or a starting pitcher, and that always ends up making the difference. Because I know there's been things about Max Scherzer maybe getting moved, and some of the teams on the radar for him are Dodgers and Yankees from what I remember seeing. So it's like yeah, – And the Indians are, um, I think, already 10 games out. Um, they have a ton of pitchers they yeah, can move. Yeah, so. Kluber – Bowers having a rough year. Bowers just pitches complete first complete game I saw. Seems kind of crazy for a guy who's been good, but that's today's baseball. Yep. Yes, it is. All right. Well, I think that'll pretty much wrap up our sports There's pod. One thing I'd like to ask. Oh, <laughs> our soccer expert here. So, what is going on with the Women's World Cup? They've only played two games, so just it's really slow. Just it's. What the USA? Well, they kicked the shit out of Thailand. Yeah, and then they won and then three they, nothing. Three nothing. But the big test will be they play, I think, Wednesday versus Sweden. That's what I'm saying. When do we and need to watch? Sweden. Because Sweden's actually kind of their rival, they say. And Sweden's a solid team. And that's when I'll be interested to see, like, because I know the USA is the favorite. They're the best team. But a team like Sweden, to keep in mind, they haven't been tested yet. So a team like Sweden will definitely test them. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they can even score a goal or two. But, you know. It'll be uh, interesting, but you, then you had teams it. like Germany that went three and zero in their first their pool and didn't allow a goal. And then I watched uh, actually some of the French game today, and they won. And that team looks pretty good, and they're the home country. So, I mean, I know a lot of people might think like, "Oh, USA is going to cakewalk because they just because of the, what they did to Thailand." But we got to remember that was Thailand. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, we saw Chile, who was also a team that's not good, and they only won three zero. So, I mean. It won't be as easy as people think because, you know, if they do come across a team like Germany or France or Sweden, and then I don't even know who else is supposed to be good. I think Japan's always kind of up there. So we'll see. But, I mean, I imagine they'll win it all, but you never know. Go Alex Morgan. <coughs> yeah. Is that? No, that, that's, that's, a, that's a good way to end. All okay. right. Well, you've been listening to episode 119 of the Tony's Take podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our entertainment pod. We'll see you later.